From Yoga and Ayurveda Living, I am Kelly Marie Mills. This is The Dosha Life, a podcast for wellness seekers, curators of happiness, and lovers of healthy living. This podcast is for people interested in tools, remedies, and ancient wisdom coming from Yoga and Ayurveda. Welcome to my happy place. This is series six. I'm here today with Angela Doyle, an old friend living in Carlo, and I'm just interviewing her, or we're really just chatting about her own business, her own holistic health business, which is thriving, and also how she looks after herself. Good morning, Angela, and thank you so much for coming today. Morning, Kelly Marie. Thanks for having me. Oh, no, it's just so wonderful. And we've been in contact on and off for a while. And Angela reconnected with me through Instagram, but because she, uh, she sent me a picture of a yoga kids certificate that she got many years ago, she reckons 15 or 16 years ago, when I was really pushing the boat out for the yoga kids program for Marsha Wenig. And so that's how we reconnected was because of her efforts on her lovely Instagram page, which she's going to give information about at the end of the interview. Thank you so much, Angela, for reconnecting again. And it's lovely to see you. You look absolutely incredible. And I'm really delighted to be able to have this chat with you. Yeah, it's good to, good to see and reconnect with old acquaintances. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So Angela, I was hoping that you could tell all of us about your business, about what it is you do, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, okay. Um, my business is a holistic business um, based in Carlo and I do a bit of everything to be honest. Um, I do reflexology, I do aromatherapy, I do ear candling, different types of massage, facial massages, um, lymphatic drainage work, cupping work and clinical aromatherapy, um, Reiki and um, a few other little bits and pieces. <laughs> I don't know what you describe my way you describe it. It's definitely a holistic health center. And where do you operate from, Angela? I used to rent lots of different rooms um, and everything, but um, I kind of stopped doing that, and I work from my home. So I have a home practice um, at the moment. So it's here Wonderful. in the house. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. That's in really handy, isn't it? To keep yeah. the room then and yeah. not be worried. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all my family, I've only one living at home. So the other two girls have gone and spread their wings, have their own lives. So it took over one of the bedrooms. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, right. Wow. Or, or, as Brian says, you've taken over the house. It's not just confined to one room anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine all the bits and pieces of the business are in certain places, keeping everything safe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so actually, I just, you were saying ear candling. Do you want to explain what that is just for people that may not know? Yeah, um, the ear candling, it's, um, it's just a long cylinder candle. It's not like your candle you burn for light and things like that. It's a hollow candle and it's made with organic cotton, beeswax, and then couple of herbs like I've heard from sage um, and honey can be in it as well 
and you basically put one end into the ear uh, of the person that's suffering. It can be anything. They might need. My mother used to love it for just relaxation and taking the kind of busyness out of her head. Whereas some people use it for if they've sinus problems, um, swimmer's ear, that kind of thing. So one end is put into the kind of a cone as well. So it's pointy in one end and round at the top. So you put the pointy end into the ear and then you set fire to the top end and it creates a vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like a chimney when you light the fire, you know, that vacuum. <laughs> Can you imagine everyone listening thinking, what? Something's yeah. going on fire near my head? <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> You have to see it to, to, <laughs> to realize you're quite safe because your head is wrapped in a towel and all that's exposed is your ear and some of your face, obviously, because you don't want to be smothering the person <laughs> as well. And where, where did that medicine come from? It dates back to kind of ancient Greek, Native American tribes, different tribes. Um, so there's, I don't know, it kind of the Hopi ear tribe um, or the Hopi tribe in native in america is where they kind of would have got the name from it used to be sold as a hopi ear candling therapy um, and when i did my training it was called hopi ear um candling but out of respect respect for the tribe they they wanted the name removed from it because people were cashing in on the hopi the native american side of things um, yeah. request as a of, marketing technique yeah yeah was, you know so as at a request of one of the elders that's still alive he just asked could they were could and the manufacturer of the candles is in germany and they made a deal that yeah you can tell the story about the native americans but will you not use the trade name hope ear anymore so they asked look we'll show you how to do it we'll pass on our tradition show you oh. how to make the candles but you can't keep saying and promoting hope year now it's still bison would be the main manufacturer of it's based in germany and they would be the main manufacturer of i just call it ear country now uh, out, out of respect. respect yeah yeah wonderful do you have a most loved service that you offer to your clients um i have two aromatherapy and the ear candy both of which i i love doing with the ear candling because they get a face massage um, and a bit of reflexology with it and a chakra balance um i suppose it brings it it ties in everything if you like that i do um so they're getting a little bit of aromatherapy at the end after their ear both ears have been treated and then aromatherapy because i just love my sensuals <laughs> and how do you work with aromatherapy then angela because you know there's i i know so many that do it but it's always according to the practitioner so you offer it as massage do you kind of they help them build massage, but i've i haven't really done a huge amount of aromatherapy massage over the last three, four years, it seems to be all, because of the clinical aromatherapy training, it seems to be, it seems to be more that I use, I tie it in with, it's nearly like a, a personal prescription for the person. So, yeah. So depending, I would like a lot of people and a lot of my friends would ring me and ask me for 
a blend for something and they expect me just to make up something for them but I have to get a whole consultation from them oh yeah whereas they think oh you'll just make me a blend but it's a bit more detailed than <laughs> just making a blend I like to know their background what it is they want out of the blend and um, and then we come up with the best way that they can use that blend, whether it's as a diffuser, an inhaler stick, or a rollerball blend, or a massage blend. Um, okay, wonderful. Yeah. My God. Sometimes so I have made um, encapsulated um, prescriptions for people where they would take them internally, but it's something I don't do a huge amount of, but sometimes it's warranted. And I've made suppositories for people. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So it's just a safe. It, I don't recommend everyone jump on taking um, essential oils um, internally. But if you are fully trained in the clinical aspect, you can make suppositories. And yeah, there's ways of, of using it. Using it. Well, are you basically then the aromatherapy and not taking away from anyone's training at all, but it's just an Ayurvedic perspective mm -hmm. is that aroma is aroma. Mm -hmm. And even technically for me, not allowing it to sit on someone's skin for too long, yeah. only because through the Ayurvedic view, then the, the essence of the plant is actually the agni. And the agni is the hottest part of our body. It's the digestive power of us, as is it for the plant. And so Ayurveda says that agni on top of agni creates more fire. And ultimately, it's supposed to age. You know, that's yeah. and, and it's only a specific. I love aromatherapy. So, yeah, yeah. I, but just, I think I, everyone has to do what they really, you know, trust in themselves. Yeah, yeah. I've come away from using aromatherapy in massage and relying on it massage because I've learned there's so many other ways to use it and I, I just I think the um, inhalation the effect of inhaling uh, neuroma has a huge huge effect on our kind of psychic and not just our physical and emotional you know yeah um, part of us but and do you have a specific I don't like saying allegiance, but, you know, is there a brand that you use? You know, is there a brand that you resource regularly that you trust? Um, yeah, I have a few brands that I use. Um, one would be Obus. Um, it's based in Leek Slip. And the other is Bomar, which is in, I think it's Wicklow. I'm not actually yes. sure. It was you uh, gave me Bomar, so I've been using them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like uh, there is multi, multi level um, marketing kind of aromatherapy oils that I won't get into. <laughs> yes, I was just wondering. That's why I was kind of asking. I was um, wondering, and I don't, I don't use their oils for the simple reason a lot of the information they give on how to use them can be just controversial. Yeah, <laughs> it just doesn't sit with me. 
Yeah, because I remember Deepa Apta was talking about this on Instagram or something like this. It was like Ayurveda can be a little bit controversial because its belief system comes back to the five elements. So it's really clear and it can it can hurt people. Um, But she did say, you know, this could be a bit controversial. And I think that when you're saying it, at least you are saying that that is the belief system. And and one group you know, they're totally entitled to have that belief system, but it's also to make sure that what we believe in is is something that works for us. Isn't that really yeah. good? Yeah, yeah. So Angela, how do you resource yourself or how is it that you can create a space for, for yourself, your own self-care is really kind of why I love interviewing people is to, when we find out what other people do, it kind of often kind of tweaks something in us and say, well, maybe I could try that. So Angela, I know you do a lot of stuff, so I'd love to hear just some of them. Yeah, well, I suppose to recharge myself and give myself the space, I'm lucky I have friends that are all different practitioners in the holistic field, I suppose. So we, there's a few of us that kind of make it a monthly kind of session with each other. (laughs) So... Uh, my go one of my go-tos would be a sound bath um meditation or healing um that would be one of my go-tos and another one would be uh, lymphatic drainage and a bit of acupuncture i always try and get i will always try and get at least one session of one of those (laughs) Um, amazing once a month if I can and if I can't do that kind of a treatment for myself for a time out I will just go to the beach or to a wood or my favorite tree in the garden <laughs> and I'll just sit there um I'm lucky enough I suppose that I can switch off from what's going on in my home I just I'm able to suppose go into the meditative place myself so that kind of recharges me as well yeah um so I might be sitting with the whole family but I can be switched off <laughs> yeah and be more present to the family yeah. yeah and what about canoeing um I actually go rowing twice a week <laughs> rowing not canoeing sorry yeah, I took up recreational rowing um six years ago so in the summer we can go out anything up to five or six times a week obviously because the brighter evenings and stuff whereas in the winter time we're confined to just a Saturday and Sunday morning so that is a huge escape yeah. <laughs> and you're right in the middle of nature going down through the river banks with the changing of the seasons and um, and the colors especially this time of year and that definitely switches off and recharges me <laughs> And the the leaves right now are amazing, but here the winds have blown so many of them out yeah. off the trees in Kilcornan Woods. So I'm yeah. hoping there's still be a little bit left, but I know the winds have Wind, taken a yeah, lot of them been today. Quite, um, in around town, the leaves are fairly well scattered, um, but down yeah. the bank, it's still quite kind of one sheltered. Side. Yeah, one side is yeah. more sheltered than the other, so. It's lovely run down and you can see the first change of the leaves. <laughs> and then when So we can see those pictures on your Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not allowed to take any pictures. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're too busy rowing. I'm too busy rowing. 
So I usually ask them to stop every now and again and take a picture for me. <laughs> they they do give out because I'm ruining their role. <laughs> the, the focus, it's like a meditative practice, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And, and every now and again, oh, stop here. That picture looks lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I put the, the recreational back into recreation. <laughs> oh, no, it sounds wonderful. I mean, I was really envious when I saw that now. But now, Angela, we're going to shift gear again. I'm, I'm going to ask you about any upcoming events or anything you'd like people to know about or any ideas you might have brewing coming towards, well, Halloween first, but also moving into Christmas and maybe you do gift vouchers and, you know. Yes. I have a near camping workshop coming up on Saturday. This This coming Saturday? Yeah. Um, I'm hoping there'll be a few takers. I will train um, practitioners into how to perform a near camping treatment, basically. Um, I kind of don't really have a huge amount planned. I do put it up every now and again that I'm doing a soap making workshop and um, natural skincare using kind of everyday things not just chemical things but just can I stop you there first are yeah. these in person so is the workshop this they're, they're back in person because I kind of only take two to five people um, okay. so far since I've been back doing them they've nearly been one on one which is fine. I, I, I like that because you've more time to get personal with the person. They, they're, they're more inclined to ask the questions and ask you a little bit more and because there's only you and the other person. You have time to answer the questions, but you're not kind of giving short answers. It can go yeah. down a little deeper. <laughs> yeah. Course. So, yeah, I, they, I run them kind of, I put them up monthly. If not, it doesn't mean I'm teaching them monthly but I always offer them and um, okay. yeah yeah and gift vouchers you, you I do gift vouchers yeah I, all, I would always have gift vouchers on the go and then they can anyone clients usually get them coming up to probably from the 30th of November it'll be kind yeah. of mine <laughs> and usually Christmas week a lot of panic buyers <laughs> <laughs> Is there is there any wellness tip that you'd like to offer anyone listening that you kind of it's like some one of your go to's where, you, you know, you just say this to any client that walks into your your treatment room? The main thing I would say to people when they come in to me after a consultation and that I usually say breathe. And then I'll say step back from yourself and from the situation and try and find whether it's 30 seconds where you can do that, whether it's an hour you can do that. Um, so just to take the time and be gentle with themselves. We are human after all, and I suppose we're the hardest on ourselves. <laughs> so I just ask people to give them themselves the same kind of respect that they give other people and help that they might give other people. They need to give it to themselves as well. Yeah, mainly what I would say, and uh, definitely just step out of the way of whatever is going on at that time with them. It, it can be easier or harder <laughs> to do than because <laughs> a lot of people don't realize if they just took a step back from whatever it is, whether it's an illness, 
whether it's a situation or, you know, um, they can find it very hard to switch off from that um, issue that's going on with them. And when you offer your treatments, Angela, do you kind of do them like Ayurveda recommends that if you come for a massage or a consultation, you try and get three within yeah. a, a space of eight to nine weeks so that there's some body intellect um, yeah. building? I always, I always recommend that you take do three sessions with me, um, yeah. no matter what the treatment they're looking for. Um, and it's very hard to convince, I don't know, maybe it's an Irish thing, but it, it's very hard to convince a person in in Ireland and maybe all over the place, I don't know, um, that they need, they won't see it instantly. But when they come to me, they think they'll walk out and that's it. But there's a little bit of homework and there's, you will have to follow up with at least two more sessions in a, a short space of time and then you kind of do a maintenance program. That's um, exactly what I say to them and they're like, and it's what? like, oh, I thought this to do, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going, no, if you really want to get the benefits and see the benefits, I I just recommend. And some I people always feel like it's, it's an investment, isn't yeah, it? It's an investment um, in themselves. Where I live, a lot of people think it's just a marketing ploy. <laughs> the same, same. Um, they think, oh, you're like, well, you see, if they're doing a consultation with me on their lifestyle and their diet, if they're actually really engaging with the process, they make so much headway that they may not need a, a third one or they yeah. may not need to come for a fourth one for like yeah. ages and ages yeah. because they've, they've made, actually, they've made changes that yeah. are sustainable. And that's really what you're also saying is that yeah. Yeah. if there's a sustainable to- change. Yeah. yeah, it's trying to convince them. It's, for me, it's trying to convince a client that that's the way it works. And yet it, they might need the third session or they can stretch it out further. But a lot of my clients struggle with that. You know, it's like for doctors, they would have us coming in more often. If, you know, if we had blood pressure problems and we were changing mm. our medicine, they'd have us come back in again and again to yeah. make sure and check the rebalance but that's actually what we're doing but yeah. we're doing it in a way that's sustainable because they can do things to assist yeah. the treatments that they receive from a holistic therapist mm. at least that's what I feel I feel the benefit that anyone that's lucky enough to work with you Angela they receive so much more because they're getting not only regular support as in if they had a question about, you know, maybe a week later, they said, oh, Angela, this happened. Should I do something? Mm. You, they don't need to come into you. You can just leave them a voice note or yeah. send a text saying, no, that's right. Stay on that or maybe reduce it or change it around. Mm. And then they come in two weeks later and, you know, you're, you're also able to help them a little bit deeper. And every time it's just a little bit more food for their yeah. whole self. Yeah, no, I, I have found as especially since COVID and the restrictions were lifted in May, people are more willing to work or go with your suggestions than what they were beforehand. And I don't know whether it's because they had the time off or the money saved, I suppose, because nowhere was open. I don't know what it was. Yeah. It was a bit of a shift. Well, with, with any of my clients, there seems to have been a little, now not a big shift, but a little bit of the shift where they will come back for their follow-up. So, Angela, 
how about we shift into our last question? I wonder, is there a book that you can recommend something that you feel it might interest people, maybe your local community or a wider community? I know that you do have a book in mind, so I'm really interested. <laughs> yeah, um, I most of the books I've been reading have all been kind of, I won't say self-help books, but they're workbooks and things like that. They're, they're more research books over the last couple of years. But then a client of mine who I went to school with started coming to me um, for treatments. I didn't really, I had lost contact with her from, from school and that. I knew she, where she was and things like that, but I discovered she's a composer of music wow. and has lots of music published and people get her to write different soundtracks for her or for their work. And then I also discovered she has published her own books, which are totally escapism books, of espionage and spies and all that kind of stuff. So um, she lives, she's local to me anyway. Her name is Elaine Nolan. And she gifted me three of her books, which I'm slowly going through because, like I said, all the other books kind of got in the way. Of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Elaine Nolan. Elaine Nolan. N O L N. She is on Instagram. Uh, I'm not sure what her, I can't remember what her account is, but I'm sure if you look. I'll put the information in my show notes as yeah. well as your, do you want to give your information now, your contact information? Yeah, um, where... you can find me on Instagram and Facebook and I'm under Angela Dye Ballistics. My website is the same website, the same name, or my telephone number is 087-243-9532. Um, they're the best ways to contact me. Is that Angela Doyle, all one word, or are there underscores? Um, on Instagram, it's Angela underscore Doyle underscore Holistics. And then on Facebook, it's just Angela Doyle Holistics Spaces. And my website is just Angela Doyle. Okay, so I'll have all those links ready for anyone that's interested <laughs> to have a sconce at all of your lovely information. Yes. And to be able to contact you, I'll have your phone number, of course, available. So, Angela, I just wanted to thank you so much for joining all of us today. And yeah, such an inspiration. And Carlo is so blessed to have you. But I hope that you can come up to Galway and maybe we could trade treatments someday. Um, yes, I can take you for lovely. lunch. <laughs> that would be lovely. <laughs> you can have your little escape. Leave Brian at home minding everyone. Oh, he's told me he's coming with me. So stay out. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you guys are more than welcome to stay at Hotel La Kelly. <laughs> so, Angela, thank you so much for joining all of us today. And thanks, Kellen Marie, for having me. And for everyone else, I look forward to chatting to you all in the next episode. <laughs> Here you will find Monday's meditations, Tuesday's episodic series, Friday's relaxations, interviews with very cool people. There's spiels from Kelly, that's me, on bits that she forgot to say, very normal, or has to say. And Kelly's own are surprise bits and things that you need to know. If you want to help, the best thing to do is download the episodes, subscribe, follow, rate, review, all help. Thank you to everyone listening, but for now I look forward to chatting to you in the next episode.